Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path. Stay blessed. Father, we thank you. We pray that your word will have an impact on our lives this morning. Holy Spirit, have your way. Speak your word to us and cause us to receive from you. We can thank you and we give you the glory. In Jesus' name, let all say amen. Amen. Say a better amen. Amen. And clap your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. Wonderful. You may be seated. We've been talking about quiet time. Amen. And we said that at least... Every week, try and learn two scriptures. Are we done this memory bed already for today? From John 9, 4. Hmm? I must work. Who knows it? Can I see how you know John 1, John 9, 4? You can say it. Ah, but we are, it's our scripture for... Hey. Nobody's lifting their hands. Lift your hand. I mean, if you when it's on the screen, you can see it and say it. <laughs> they want to, you don't lift your hand. Hey. <laughs> I mean, when it's on the screen, you can look at it and say it. Can I see my hand? Those that, when it's not on the screen, you when it's on the screen, you can't say it. I don't want you, brother. Don't be kind, mama. Hallelujah. He said what? I must work the works of him this year is our year of work. Is that not the case? Huh? So when you say, I must work eh? the works of him, that what? Sent me. This year we've been sent to work. Hallelujah. And you and I are going to do the works. Amen? When should, you do it? when should you do it while it is day? Why should you do it while it is day? The night cometh when no man can wake. Hallelujah. Now, we've been talking about quiet time, and we're still talking about quiet time. Amen. Today, I'm talking about the powerful effects of quiet time. Powerful what? Effects of quiet time. Amen. Now, in this series and this season, when we come to church, for the first five minutes of the preaching, you will share your quiet time with your neighbor. Some of you don't like it. Remember, it's of more blessing to give than to receive. So you give something out. Amen? Then I'll just call any pair at all to share it to the congregation. So you have five minutes to share your quiet time. And your, your pair can be called. Don't say you don't have a pair. Eh? You better look for a pair, otherwise you come and share it alone. So share with somebody. Rex, beautiful. This is sitting by you and you are, where, you are sharing with your pals. Help <laughs> you, I also not minding him. Share, open your Bible and share your quiet time with him. In fact, I'll call, I'll call you, so be known unto you. And the quiet time should involve a scripture and some small 
exposition. <laughs> Amen. Five minutes. Pasabi, you are now putting on your glasses. <laughs> My sister, are you sharing your time? You like lying in bed, eh? When you're sharing your character, the way you are lying, you are lying like that, no? Sit up and share it with somebody. One, but you are five here at least. My sister, you don't have partner to share quiet time with. Look, it's a more blessing to give us. And listen, one thing about quiet time is that when as you share it, it sticks in your mind. So the quiet time that you have learned the whole week, just share one. Not from memory, but from your, your Bible. Open your Bible and share it. If you didn't have your quiet time during the week, just say to the person, I didn't have it. So you'll be spared from the calamities that is coming. You are six years. Two, 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 two. You should be sharing quiet time. So I don't know why. Uh, is it, what's the name again? Kezia. I don't know why Kezia is sitting alone looking into the Bible. Who are you sharing with? Yes, then, then, then like this. And I'm sorry, also for your ear, Dinsa. Everybody gets a partner and share. You'll be surprised that the thing that you're sharing, Charlie, who your sofa now minister to the ladies, I know. share. Let us share with you. Betsy, you are sharing with your son. Just five minutes, share something. A scripture and then you share. You'll be surprised. As you are sharing, you know, the Holy Spirit is even ministering something to you. Don't go and read long scripture. One minute more. So, Pastor, uh, I said, Pastor, rest, get ready. Eh? I'll call your group. I've told you already, so... I've been sharing with the husband. They're keeping it within the family. So powerful. Ah, I don't share with anybody. Ah, so share. Sister, why are you annoyed? Share your quiet time till you are annoyed. May yes, sir, why? Wonderful. It's a wonderful. I say it's a more blessing to give than to receive. So when you share with somebody, you are giving. It's not the case. Sharing some revelation. You'll be surprised that as you share, the Holy Spirit brings things to your memory. Oh, Basanello, share Bible. In what scripture? Which scripture did you take? Eh? John. Eh? The whole John. John what? The one I put on the screen. Ah, is that your quiet time? You didn't do it. <laughs> so this week, this week you do your quiet time. Okay. Every morning, some 30 minutes you spend with the Lord. Okay. What's your name? Yeah. David. Do you know David in the Bible? God loved him so much because he loved God. I'm not coming there. They will show you say, Oh, you're not sharing with anybody. Huh? 
Why is she here? The girl to the uh, eye service. Now what is her sister? Whose brother or sister? Whose sister? Whose sister? Who's your sister? Who's my sister? Let your sister take you to your church. Okay, let's go. Okay. The Apache here, pa. Did you share something with him? Eh? Come again. No, I said, did you share something with him? What did you share? Give me a microphone. Why is she here? Why is she not in the children's service? Eh? Eh? What? Nothing. Oh, no, something. See, there's a children's church. They will teach her Bible. She will know. You brought her here. What are our priests? You will not understand. How old are you yourself? You yourself, how old are you? 14. You are supposed to be in the uh, white church yourself. So come with your sister. You take her to I church and then you go to white church. Quickly. There's a church for you. Say she will share. Okay, but this one's first. Ashes, I'm doing your work for you. Eh? 14 year old with their 3 year old sister. They are all sitting here. Wonderful. Was it powerful? Huh? So who said you would share? Did you share with her? Come, come. The two of you should come. Every Sunday we share. Even next year, we will continue. Five, ten minutes. We share. And I can call you. Next time, I'll not ask you to share with yourself. I'll call you. Come and share one of your quiet times for the week. Yes. And then the scriptures too. The one that we give here and the one you also receive during the week. Yes. There's no point coming and to teach you 50 powerful effects. And then you know that which one? Yes. Eh? The shallowness. You don't remember that one? Yes. We're singing quiet time, quiet time. Give yourself. What was the song that you were singing? What was the song they were singing? Oh, my quiet time. Give her the phone. Let her share. Her. Did she share with you? Uh-huh. Oh, she's a very powerful sister. Clap for her. Manunko. Thank you, Bishop, for the opportunity. So, sorry. What's your voice change? <laughs> Bishop, please. So, my favorite. No, no, not me. Just share with the church. Your ministry. So, my favorite quiet time was offenses. And it was from Second Samuel 13, 1 to 28. And Matthew 20, um, 24, 10. And then Leviticus 20, 17. Yes. So um, it was about Absalom and his brother Amnon. And then when Amnon raped Tamar. One scripture and then just talk two minutes. Um, Bishop, please, can they help me on this? Oh, yes, yes. They can help you. Please, um, Tell them to change the version. They should... Please change the change version the... too. <laughs> <laughs> they change the picture. <laughs> um, Second Samuel 13, 1 to 28. 1 to what? 
28. So I got it's, to read all long, Bishop. Bishop, <laughs> let me summarize it. Um, so uh Amnon had a brother, a half brother, um Absalom, and then had a sister, Tama. And one time compared to the memory, it was this week's quite time. It was inside. And so just tell us the memory verse and then yes, you know. Bishop. Absalom whose uh, brother uh, Amnon raped the sister Tamar, and he, he was very offended. It's not the case. Because the whole thing is about offense. He was very, very offended. And, you know, he later killed his, his brother. So the fact that what offense can do can lead you to kill. You see? So what was the memory verse? So the memory verse was Matthew 24, 10. And it mm -hmm. says, During that time, many will give up being my followers. They will turn against each other and hate 24, each other. 10. Yes, ten. No, that's not where you are. Your Bible, then we don't like it. Maybe you are witness Bible. Room. And it says, and then shall many be offended and shall be betrayed and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. Yes, so tell us just in one minute what you learned. What you learned. So I learned from both stories that sometimes um what's the offenses that happen to us we mustn't keep quiet about it because i realized that absalom was quiet for a very long time yes. and that's why he killed yes. his his half brother so if you can share it with somebody that will how like, do you know he was quiet um so the bible says he was quiet for two years is that what the bible says yes he said neither he said good nothing good or evil, evil yes so sometimes you must say something, even not to the person who offended you, someone else who can advise you, somebody who can give you good advice. And then, you know, heal, like pray to God to you, right? So yes. somebody offended you? Yeah, somebody offended me when? before that. Who? A week before. Who? You come and see me. <laughs> Clap for them. Amen. No, we should be serious. And you see, how many of you read this this week? How many of you read this quiet time this week? So the rest of you, reflect on properly. It was Wednesday, eh? You didn't do your quiet time this week. Or you are new in the church. You're not new. So you do your quiet time every morning, okay? We learned this one on Wednesday. And as I pointed you, don't be offended because we just learned about offense. <laughs> and as I used to say, you will not say anything. If you are hurt after service, come and see me. Don't keep quiet in the church and then uh, you will kill somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We should, see, we should not just be people who hear the word and don't do anything with it. Are you with me? Eh? But we should allow the word to affect us. We should do something about the word. Amen? Otherwise, it's like we just come to church and there's nothing happening. It's useless. 
Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. James chapter 1. From verse 21. Let's read from 22. It says, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. So the word that we hear every morning, eh? you see, that's why I say, has somebody offended you? Like, what the question, how does it apply to you? Are you with me? Not that you are a shepherd and as you are doing your quiet time, oh, ha, this one, I think it is Nanama. It is you. First. Amen. Because whatever you are going to give to Nanama, if you have not received it, you don't have it. You only give what you have. Are you with me? You only give what you have. So whatever the word is, it must be for you first. Now it becomes yours then now you can give it out to somebody else. And then the word sticks. It said, but be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Next verse. For if any man be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, it is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. This one is talking about mirror. Eh? A man holding what? Or a woman holding his natural face in the mirror. And then what happens? For he beholdeth himself. You are seeing yourself. And goeth his way. And straightway. Forgetteth what manner of man. He was. You have left the presence of the mirror. And then straightway. You forgotten what you look like. When you look in the mirror. You saw that the food that you ate. The day before, the Ogbono or the Kotumri, there's some in your teeth. The green Kotumri. But you forgot, as soon as you left the mirror, you forgot that, ah, there was Kotumri there. Eh? Or there was some, a strand of okra coming out of your mouth. You forgot. <laughs> or some hairs were coming out of your nose. They were growing very fast. <laughs> Why is that? I didn't say it's really bad who said right there. And then immediately you forgot what you saw. So as you are in town, people look at you and it's like, ah, there's something funny about you. But <laughs> you don't know what it is. Now everybody's looking at you think because you are nice or you're dressed, but they are looking at something that is a default. Why? Is it for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Ness. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein. That's why it's a daily quiet time. Continueth therein. Amen. And so Joshua was told to meditate on it day and night. Because one thing that happens is that, I mean, Satan cannot stand you and I having the word. Are you with me? You can pray and pray and pray. If there's no a word in the prayer, Satan is not afraid of it. It's just English you are speaking. It's just English you are speaking. What he fears is the word. And that is why when he tempted Jesus, all that Jesus did was to use the word. Amen. Was to use the word. It is written. It is written. 
it is written. Even in the Garden of Gethsemane, eh, Jesus had taught his disciples the Lord's Prayer. So when the moment came when things were difficult, when he was seeing the cross, he said, Lord, let this cross, let this thing pass away, nevertheless. Not what? My will. But that, because he's taught his disciples to pray, thy will be done. So he himself was applying the thing that he has taught because he has received it and it was part of him. Amen? So it's not just looking at the word and forgetting what is there because they said you should do your quiet time. But, you see, Satan will always try and steal the word from you. And that's why Joshua was encouraged to do it day and night. By afternoon time, the memory verse you've forgotten. Then you go back to it again, you check. We all forget and we go and check again. See, somebody is driving and he re- he's trying to remember the memory. He's not remembering. Then he passed the car at a secure place to check. To check what? Because something has happened. It's like he needed a memory verse. <laughs> Amen? So Satan will always want to steal it from you. Has he been stealing it from you? Yes. Oh, he's been stealing it from me too. So you have to go back and put it there. You don't know how many times he will take it away. But as he takes it away, you also keep on putting it there. And Satan will be tired before you get tired. I said, Satan will be tired before you get tired. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, as we do our quiet time, we should desire to share it. What you share, you are likely to retain. Very important. So I want to encourage all of us eh, to share your quiet time. You belong to chat groups. It has been posted there. But just share, share some revelation that God gave you or your friend that you meet. It saves you from a lot of things. It saves you from gossip. Hmm? It saves you from lies. It saves you from useless socializing. Eh? Because if you have to memorize and think about your quiet time, it saves you from uh, watching useless things on YouTube and Facebook and TikTok. And TikTok. And I'm not even, I don't, TikTok, how do you get it? Oh, it is there already. It's an app. I have to download the app. Then what do you do next? Then you sign up and then begin to TikTok. The videos start coming. Sir? You're past, you know things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, powerful effects of quiet time. Number one. Daily quiet time will give great spiritual growth. It will give what? Great spiritual growth. Hallelujah. Amen. Now the first spiritual growth it begins from First Peter two. Give me verse one. Wherefore laying aside all malice. Eh? Somebody should open dictionary or your dicks. Concordance. Tell me what malice. Laying aside all malice. And guile and hypocrisy and envies and all evil speakings. Hmm? Laying aside all these bad things. 
What is malice? Laying aside all these things, yes. Ill will, yes. A desire to injure. Wickedness. That is not a shame. Like you are wicked and you are not ashamed of your wickedness. <laughs> eh? What to cause damage? Causing damage. Bible says we should, you see, you cannot lay aside these things so easily. Are you with me? Because there are things inside of us that either God is occupying or Satan is occupying. I mean, something must occupy. You can, it cannot, there cannot be an empty space. Otherwise, you just be an empty barrel making most noise. But there must be something must occupy. So he's saying that there are these things, malice, guile, hypocrisy, envies, and evil speakings, they are in us. But he said, laying aside these things, what do you do next, verse 2? As newborn baby, because when you are born again, you have all these things in you. There are people who have been born again for a long time, they still have these things. Why? Because they are not feeding on the sincere milk of the word. So you've been a Christian for so long, but you are so quarrelsome. You can look at your daughter's face and insult your husband to your daughter's face. Well, bull here to my papa. Yes. And meanwhile, you are an elder in the church. You are a shepherd. Eh? Especially those from my area. I told you the woman, the girl who told the mother wanted to go to the zoo with her friends. The mother is so you want to go and look at animals. And you are coming from my one million cities. He <laughs> said, if you want to see animals, go look at your father's face. You cannot be a Christian and for certain things to be coming out of your mouth. No, it's not, it's not possible. It's only possible when you are not feeding on the basis. So he said, putting aside these things, hmm, you cannot just put them aside and be neutral. When an evil spirit is cast out of a place, the Bible says it goes around and checks. It comes to check from time to time if it's occupied. If it's not occupied, it goes to bring seven stronger ones. And they come to occupy. And the person's state becomes worse. So when you put aside, put back. Please, verse 2. Okay, you put everything. Then he said, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. So the first thing about quiet time is that you grow. Amen. And some of us have been Christians for seven years, but now we are still babies. I mean, we are not growing. We have not grown. So it's not too late. Eh? It's not too late. You can begin to drink milk. Amen? <laughs> Amen? You can begin to do what? But when you introduce to meat, it may not be easy. You cannot handle it. You cannot bite it. You don't have the mature teeth to handle it. Are you with me? Are you with me? Amen? Amen? Amen. Now, the second thing, 
that you need to learn is what Jesus said in Matthew 4.4. 4. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Shall not live. Remember the first one, you grow. This one said, you cannot live by it alone. But by what? Every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Every word. You get the word during your quiet time. Are you with me? Remember the point that a daily quiet time will give great growth, great spiritual growth. The third thing about the great about the great spiritual growth is from Hebrews chapter five. Let's read from verse twelve. He said, for when for the time, I think we talked about this last week. For when for the time ye ought to be what? Teachers. Hmm? I was saying to you that as you share something, it remains with you more. Hallelujah. I don't think that Eugenia will forget this uh, message on offense. Do you remember the memory verse that we saw? What, did, what was it? Matthew 24. 10. And what did he say? I'll, I'll be back. Amen? I said amen. He said, for when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again. Which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become said that have need of what? Milk and not strong meat. So in your development, there's a time for milk. Then after a while, there's a time for strong meat. Amen? I said amen. So great spiritual growth starts from milk, eh? but it has to progress to strong meat. He hmm. said, for everyone that you said milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. For he is a babe. Some people call their wives babe. <laughs> Next verse 14. It says, But strong meat belonged to them that are full of age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Hallelujah. That's strong meat. Because when you are drinking milk, eh, a child, a child doesn't know good. I mean, you cannot descend between the two. A fire is there. A child doesn't know what it is. Are you with me? Hot water is there. A child doesn't know what it is. So when you are a baby Christian, you don't know what is good for you. You don't know what is bad for you. And that is why you have to subject yourself to authority. Because a child has to subject him or herself to authority. Otherwise, what? The child will always be hurting himself. We are putting his hand in boiling oil. We are putting his hand in um, um, uh, pressing iron, touching fire. What happens? He's hurting himself. But when the child is being controlled by the mother, eh, all that is prevented. Are you with me? Then the milk is flowing, the milk is flowing. So the child grows to the point when the child can now minister meat. And so there are a lot of us Christians who are children. 
But then we don't subject ourselves to authority. We don't bring ourselves under authority. And so we hurt ourselves. We go through so many unnecessary difficulties and hurts. Electric shocks. <laughs> because we didn't what? Subject ourselves. Hallelujah. So from me to graduate, from, um, from milk, you need to graduate. And all this comes about by quiet time. It's daily. Your daily quiet time. You don't eat just once. Hmm? It's just like, you know, Jesus Christ said that the, the, the word, the seat, the word eh, is a seat. And when you sow a seat, you don't just see it springing up one day into a tree, giving you shade and giving you fruits. So when you sow a seed, it's like you have thrown something away. It's like when you do your quiet time, it's like immediately, for most of the time, immediately you don't see anything. But I'm telling you, nothing will be called upon. It's a seed that you have sown. Amen? It's a seed. But because you are not sowing, when it comes to time for you to have fruits, you don't have fruit because you have not sown anything. You cannot eat when you have not sown. You cannot get shade when you have not planted a tree. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So a daily quiet time will give you great spiritual growth. Hallelujah. Psalm 119, verse 100. What does it say? I understand more than the ancients because I keep thy precepts. Next, I have refrained my feet from every evil that I might keep thy word. Then, verse 102. I have not departed from thy judgment. For thou hast taught me. Amen. Say, how sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. <laughs> you have to get to that point where now the word becomes sweet in your mouth. It's, I mean, like something that you want. Are you with me? There are some people, every time they eat, they have to have dessert. <laughs> eh? I think fancies like dessert, eh? It's part of the food. My father had a friend who always would try, want to follow my father to come and eat in our house. And we didn't understand. Because the wife was a housewife. Not knowing when he goes home, all that is there is like clearly an ice cream and things like that. Oh, yes. <laughs> Go over there, prepare clearly with ice cream. <laughs> Gamma, I said deliver. <laughs> it's very important because see, I see when we became part of Scripture Union as we were growing up, one thing that we were directed to was quiet time. This is what Prophet says here. We're directed to the Word of God as a source of everything. The Word of God is a source of everything. Have we done school of the Word? Eh? We've done school of the Word. Open your uh, lay school. He said, I'm so grateful that the first thing I learned in Scripture Union was to have a daily quiet time. Daily quiet time. I remember the day I was taught to have a daily quiet time. Little did I know 
that I was being directed towards the most important thing in Christianity, the word of God. Amen? Amen. The word of God. I was being shown how to receive milk on a daily basis, meat and bread for all my needs, and honey when I wanted something sweet. Is it not powerful? Yeah. Is it any wonder that Christianity today is a far cry from what it used to be? There is very little sacrifice. You learn sacrifice from the word of God. Jesus Christ said, any man who wants to come after me must first deny himself. Take up his cross. Follow me. Christians cannot deny themselves of anything. If they want sex, they go for it. If they want food, they go for it. If they want TV, they go for it. If they want porno, they go for it. You cannot deny yourself of anything. Hey! But Jesus Christ said, anyone who will come after me must first. Many of us must deny ourselves of many things to have our quiet time. At times you have to deny yourself of sleep. Some 30 more minutes, it is not easy. But you need it. That's why it is something you have to deny. That's why it's a sacrifice. Amen? Most people sit down for hours doing their hair. But they will not take hours to go to Mampon to go and pray. So you do retreat to do your hair. Retreat. You do what? Retreat. Hair retreat. <laughs> you do what? Hair retreat. But I cannot do spiritual retreats. Some hairs can take like four hours. Nine. Which one? Which type is that? Whole day. Hey. It's just nine hours. So show me hair. So I wanted to check. <laughs> it's a hair retreat. A whole day. I mean, some go and they come and continue the following day. Have you seen any around like that? They are carrying it. I can't see any of you because like carries his own. Carries yours how many how many hours? Two hours. I know she prays a lot, so she's allowed to have to sit under under the this is for two hours. I don't know. I've been how about yours? Four hours. But what's the difference? Come around Rasta. Me, I like Pompido. But we don't just tie it and they put some elastic and some. What do you call those hair things? Eh? Hair what band? Hey, just put some hair band, you are going. So we can see your forehead properly. Because the size of your forehead shows the sense in your head. Because the forehead is the sense that takes you forward. Those who have the long hair, it takes you backwards. Hallelujah. So daily quiet time will make you a strong Christian. Amen. One of our, our, our prayers for this year, I think prayer number either nine or ten, eh? it says that I am taking good steps only. Eh? It talks about uh, I'm taking steps that will make me a strong Christian, that will make me a spiritual Christian, 
And then that will make you what? The third one is what? That will make you a fruitful Christian. Amen. That's the steps that we are taking this year. And it starts with you having your daily quiet time. That's how it starts. You having your daily quiet time. So I'm only on the first point. I'm saying daily quiet time will give you great spiritual growth. Number two. Quiet time deliver Christians and pastors from delusions and deceptions about who they are. And we learn from James chapter 1. Is that not the case? Yeah. James chapter 1 from verse 22 and 23. It will deliver you from delusions. Without the word, you'll be deceiving yourself. Because when you look in the word, which is like mirror, you see what you, you see your position. Hmm? You see who you are. When you don't look in the way, you don't see who you are. And so you estimate yourself so highly, way above what you really are. But what is man? What is man? We are here today, tomorrow we just withered away. <laughs> so when you know that, what is your life? When you know that you would, when you know that from the word, you would, you would live your life according to number your days. Isn't a rich fool? He said, oh, I have it all. I'm going to what? Do an expansion. I'm going to do renovations to my warehouse. I'm going to expand and increase goods, my goods. He said, you fool. Tomorrow, I have a discussion with you. We have a discussion today. So because you don't look into the world, you say, that, look, you are here today, you are not no more. So you forget about it. Especially when we are proud. You've, you've not read that God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. So when you have not learned this, eh? But I as you are, you're quite, you learn this one day. You see somebody who was proud, who was lowered like Satan. But when you have not learned this, then you, 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 you begin to become proud. Meanwhile, God is about to resist you. So you don't know about forgiveness, even in the Lord's prayer. Jesus taught us to pray. He said, our father. You know, I learned something. My quiet time was it two weeks ago. With the Lord's prayer. I was reading, I think, Luke 11. And they made reference to Matthew 6. Trying to do a bit of study on it. And I was amazed. Because he said, he said unto them, when ye pray, say, how many of us, when we are going to pray, you start with our Father. Or even in the scheme of things, or in your mind, you are talking to your Father. Are you with me? Because when you are talking to your Father, you don't talk by heart. Oh? There's food in your mouth, then you're eating. You're talking to your Father, you <laughs> don't brush your teeth. <laughs> No, I say, Jesus Christ, what he taught us is to give us a certain consciousness that we are in the presence of an awesome person. We are in the presence of our Father. Amen? You think this thing is for nothing? And these were two different occasions. He said, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Most of us don't thank God when we go into prayers. We just begin to talk by hearts. You know, in those days, we have the, it's like a, let me, let me use the word, word sect. Sect leaders or masters and they have disciples. So, every master teaches, he gives a prayer to the disciples. And that's why when you go to Israel, you see them, they are, they are reciting the prayers that have been given to them. That's what they recite. Now that's why in Matthew 6 also, just the disciples ask him to teach them to pray. Then when you pray, he said, pray after this manner. It is a say these words. Exactly. Pray after this manner. Amen. But then Luke, Luke 11 too, he said, when you pray, say, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So he's teaching us a certain pattern how to reverence God. So it means that when you have your quiet time every day, every morning you reverence God. Every morning you are acknowledging the presence of God in your life. Every morning you are acknowledging that God is your father. Amen. Every morning. And this prayer you can pray it for hours. Because Jesus Christ prayed a part of it. He says, uh, okay, let me just go on. When ye pray, say our father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So now you have, you've addressed God. Hmm? Thy kingdom come. Now you are thinking about the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Thy will be done on us. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So now God's will. So it's all about God. About God. Before you even come to yourself. Give us this day. Before you begin to ask things. But most of us, we just ask. We just ask. If you have a house girl, house boy, always coming to ask things, you know, doesn't show appreciation. Will you be happy? Doesn't show appreciation. I have like somebody who doesn't say thank you. I'm telling you, you buy a phone for him, say thank you. He will not say, he just keep to stand there. Long time. When I finish, I say, go, go. He will say thank you. You don't know whether it's a disease, it's a spirit. It was a very strange thing to me. Give us this day what? Our daily bread. Next. And forgive us our sins. As we forgive those who trespass against us. The people who are holding things against people. A quiet time will teach you. Because in the quiet time when you are praying, at least consider the Lord's prayer. Amen? You would have learned that, look, be angry and sin not. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. And you can quarrel with people for long. Are you with me? You can quarrel with people for long and it's like every issue you want to take it to the logical conclusion. And advice to you, especially for those married that you can never have argument with your spouse and take it to a logical conclusion. There's nothing like that. You who think is right should go to the one who is wrong. To certain matters. That's the way that God, because when we were sinners, when without strength, God came to us. While we were yet sinners, God was the one who came to us. He was right. We were wrong. Amen. We were right, and He was wrong, and He came to us. So when you are quiet with somebody, you think you are right. That's why I'm quiet. It's not the case. Go to the person. And don't go and say, you know. Because (laughs) 
you are aware that you know <laughs> you were wrong, but I have decided to come. You have missed the point. When God sent Jesus Christ, he didn't come to condemn us. That's why when the woman was caught in adultery, said, neither do I condemn you. Go and see no more. But when you go with the attitude that, look, it's because I want, you know, that's why I've come. I know you are very, very difficult. And if I don't leave this matter, it will continue. I know when I say one, you say three. So I've realized that, look, I want to leave it. As a man of wisdom. <laughs> I want to leave this issue. <laughs> you have what? Negated. God did not come to show us that we are bad and things. He said, go and sin no more. Neither do I condemn you. Hallelujah. 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 Remember the point. Without the quiet time, you'll be deceiving yourself. Yeah. Delusions. You always be deluded. You always be deceived. Is it when you humble yourself in a quarreling situation? Don't think about what the person will say. Eh, he has come. He has seen that he was wrong, so he has come. <laughs> you see, your pride. Your pride will make you consider those words, and because of that, you can't go. But you are going because the word of God says so. Amen. You are going because that is what the word of God, the word that you have been learning every day, that's what your word says. And that's why you are going. Not because of anything, but that's why you are going. Hallelujah. You see, <laughs> the word, eh, everything will pass away, but God's word will never pass away. The world has, after many wars, have created United Nations, peacekeeping force. Look, <laughs> can't you see that things are going worse and worse? Eh? So when you see, you see, people of this world will try to condemn us Christians. The other day, somebody has done a video. I think it was an accident and a traffic. And it was frustrated in the sky. In that time, we are taking it on, on, on pastors. Eh? Look at what is happening. Eh? The pastors are always praying. Say, ah, this traffic that is happening, what has that got to do with pastors? Is it pastors who should do the road or should prevent accidents? They say, we are always praying. We are, there is evidence. There is evidence that those who attach prayers eh, to their healing, eh, their physical healing, there's evidence, empirical evidence that they get healed better. There's evidence because if you take maybe th they took thousand people, they did experiments, all that, a group of them, people were praying for them and they were praying and it came out and this is not a holy study. There have been many, many studies. Even Oxford, either Oxford or Harvard, they instituted one of such studies. Harvard, eh? yes, they instituted one of such studies just to see the effect of prayer and worship of God on healing. And there is evidence, empirical evidence. Do you know what is empirical evidence? What does it mean? Statistics. Statistics, a large sample, sample size data. But, yes. It says that researchers mm -hmm. are investigating whether prayers of others can heal. 
Yes. Benson and his colleagues studying coronary bypass patients and Matthews studying people with rheumatoid arthritis rheumatoid, yes. are trying to confirm findings of an oft-quoted 1988 study by cardiologist Randolph Baird. Dr. Baird divided 393 heart patients in San Francisco General Hospital Medical Center into two groups. Mm -hmm. One was prayed for by Christians around the country. The other did not receive prayers from steady participants. Hmm. Patients did not know to which group they belonged. The group that was prayed for experienced fewer complications, fewer cases of pneumonia, fewer cardiac arrest, less congestive heart failure, and needed fewer antibiotics. Even more confounding are controversial studies suggesting prayer can influence everything from the growth of bacteria in a lab to the healing wounds in mice. Prayer. So when people are saying, hey, you always pray, you always pray, don't mind them. It is Satan who has sent them. So let me tell you something. As pastors, as Christians, as a church, we work very hard. But hard work without the touch of God is useless work. Hard work without the touch of God. And there have been over 30, 30 I think I saw here, over, over 30 studies, more than enough studies to prove that. Because you see, faith cometh by what? Hearing and hearing the word. So even the faith to be healed, that's a lot of things. The faith that, oh, I will get well. I will get well. I will get well. By his stripes, I'm healed. I will get well. Because you see, when you have a positive disposition, it affects various things in your body. Yeah. People who worry a lot, they easily develop ulcer. Prof, am I saying so? I don't know. Yes, you're not helping the message. Bring mic, bring microphone. As I'm talking, you lift your hands and you, you give the, you say the thing. Yes, Bishop, is true. Yes, tell us what is true. Yeah, people who worry a lot. People who worry a lot. Yes. Chris, give him, give him volume. Yes. There's a, there's a mechanism by which the body produces more acid. That you get ulcer very by which the body produces what? More acid. You are worried, you are thinking. That's what the Bible said. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Don't forget the thanksgiving. Amen? That's why tomorrow we are starting our fasting and prayer. Every evening at 6, we are meeting here to pray. We will not be online in the evening. Morning 4 will be online. Afternoon 12 will be online. But if you will not be online, come here and come and pray. It's just one week. Yes, Prof. But then many conditions, stressful people, their healing is not as good as people who are without anxiety. Yeah. You are anxious. And it's for nothing because it will not bring any good thing. Hallelujah. Amen. Daily quiet time will stabilize you in the word. I have seen some before. I have seen some before. Yeah. I have seen some before. When my first child was given birth to I have seen some with my eyes. Praise and worship. Hallelujah. It, overnight, it changed all biochemical parameters. Wow. 
temperature change, pressure change, blood level change. It's overnight. Just praise and worship with a song. Ren Kononika said, whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of our God. Overnight. Overnight that they were going to take her back to surgery. Overnight. It changed from the doctor's own mouth. He says, you heal fast. But it's not normal. But praise and worship. I have to, I have to add this one to the evidence that they have, they have gathered. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I said amen. amen. Look, let me give you one more point, then we can close. You see, you're quiet and you have to have it too. Are you hearing me? You have to have it. It will save you. I said it will save you. Let me give you one more point. And then we can close for today. Now, a regular quiet time puts a weapon into your hand. A regular quiet time. Yeah, that's what. It puts a weapon. <laughs> I remember. Was it Iraq, Iran? One of these countries. Said that, hey, it was Iran. When the rebels were invading. <laughs> and they were asking for weapons. <laughs> The guy was appealing for the UN to send them weapons. <laughs> and you, God has given you weapons and you are not taking it. I said, God has given you what? Weapons. Today, um, Ukraine is asking the world to send them weapons to defend themselves. The word is a great weapon. Amen. They are asking for it. Look at this big country like Russia. They've been able to withstand them. All this while. It's not easy for Russia. And they are asking for more weapons. And we are saying that the word is a weapon for us. Ephesians chapter 6. Let's take it from verse 15. Verse 14. Verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. There comes evil days. And what you're able to stand with is the word of God that you have. Hallelujah. Amen. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins get about with truth. You know, all things work together for good. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. Hmm? Very, very important. Unrighteousness opens you up for satanic attack. Unrighteousness, you hand over your heart to Satan. You give him the key to your heart. Because when he has it, he can come in anytime and go. So when you are living in sin, that's what happens. Your heart is open. Satan can come anytime and go. And remember what the Bible says, that the thief commanded not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He will not have you in Jesus' name. Amen. I say he will not have you in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 15. And your feet short with the preparation of the gospel of peace. When we are going for an account, come along. 
Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye are able to quench all the fairy darts of the wicked. Oh, we need there are a lot of them. He throws them left and right. He's throwing in the house. He's throwing at work. He's throwing in the traffic. He's throwing them everywhere. That is why you need quiet time in the morning. One of the um, benefits of quiet time is that you have a successful day. That's one of the benefits of quiet time. So you have what? A successful day. It means that the day goes through contests. Amen? Because if it doesn't go through contests, it's like where the success comes from. There has to be a contest. There have to be battles. There have to be issues for you to come out successfully. They say daily quiet time, it gives you a successful day. The things will come. But you are stationed in the Lord. You are standing on what? The solid rock. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other grounds is what? When, when you are not standing on the word, you are standing on sinking ground. Amen? When your dependence is on your spouse, your dependence is on your, the boy who said he will marry you. He said he, he, he has not even married you. When wives are even depending on God, they've they been married already. Husbands have been married already. They are depending on God. And you, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, don't be stupid. Don't be what? Stupid. People who have their foot ring in their hand, they are depending on God. <laughs> they are not depending on their spouse. <laughs> and they you that they have just used words, empty words to talk to you. Say to your friend, are you hearing what pastor is saying? Are you not saying to your friend? Oh, she said she has heard already. Say it to Nobody said to you, why? Tell them, those who are wearing a ring, they are depending on God. And then you hear something from some dirty mouth. Dirty mouth, not washed with quiet time. <laughs> we look at the scripture. Where is it going? Put back the scripture. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Next verse. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Quiet time is very, very important. How can you pray always? How can you pray without season? And remember the word our pastor, father gave us. Continue. Continue in prayer. Continue. So we need to continue in quiet time. Those of us who have not started, we should start it. And next week, it will be your turn to share it. And don't say you will come late towards the middle of the preaching. Because the question can come at the end of the preaching. Don't say you not come to church. Satan will get you in the house. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't just come to church and dance. 
You see, today you dance late. But you didn't come early. It means that the whole week you didn't have your quiet time. That's what it means. If you had your quiet time, you would have come to church early. Now look at my face. True or false? I said true or false? One of these days, I'll stop the dancing. As you have done, I'll stop you. I said, share your quiet time. As you are making the moves, eh? What are some of the moves? What were they say dancing today? Do the work. Do the work. How do you do? How do you do that one? Nora, do the work. Do the work. Do the work. Do the work. The first work is quiet time. You are telling us to do the work. The first work is what? Quiet time. Look, but you know I will do it. Do the work, then I stop you. Come and share your quiet time. You will see. See, today I, I got, I got uh, Eugenia. If she had not had a quiet time, as she started offense and talking about it, I knew that she had had a quiet time on Wednesday. Hallelujah. You should be like the wise man who built his house on the rock. The daily acts which Satan hates and fears is when you arm yourself daily with the sword of the spirit. He hates it. And that's why he doesn't want you to have it. And even after you have had it, he wants to take it away from you. He hates it. Because he knows that when you are armed with the word, Charlie, he cannot defeat you. Amen? He cannot what? Deceive you. You are a lady, you are not married, you are suffering. So, so an unbeliever comes and you are considering. Satan would not want you to remember that do not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever. He would not want you to remember it. Even when you remember it, you say, oh, he is a virgin or something. So it's okay. He's an American. May I have heard some before. Say, so, yo, this is your, is he a Christian or so he's an American? Can you see the stupidity of some of these our girls? He'll be traveling. He'll be, is he a Christian? He'll be traveling. What has that got to do with to heaven or to hell? Me, I've heard the American one. Oh no, I think the virgin. The one I heard was virgin. Yes. I said, this guy, is he born again? So... It's a virgin. And here, question. I said, How do you know? Ask the question. The person told him he's a virgin. He told him he's a virgin. Of course, he will not tell you he's a virgin. He will tell you. <laughs> you see, when you have your quiet time, you will not even entertain such a person. Much more try to defend the person's position. Somebody say he's an American. Bishop said something. He said, Prayer is good. Fasting is good. Going to church is good. But none of these things can replace the daily arming of God's soldier. Amen. One of the things that quite. Quiet time, it arms you. Eh? I think one of the points, 
it leads to the cutting away of unwanted aspects of our lives and character. This is my last point. It leads to the cutting away of unwanted aspects hmm? of our lives and character. There are so many things associated with us that are unwanted. My daily quiet time will help you. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12 as we close. Says, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the divine asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the hearts. When somebody is deceiving you, eh, through your daily quiet time, you'll be able to know, be able to discern, be able to discern a liar. But many of us, especially our ladies, you allow your heart. I, I don't know what somebody was telling me about. What? What if she's has a feeling for the person? Feeling. So what is that? I said feelings go, and feelings come. So what if one of the feelings go? I said you should enter the relationship with your brains. Amen? With what? It's a decision that you take. That this person, I want to marry this person. And that is it. It's a decision. So even at times, you have to swear to your own head. Because maybe you were looking at the nice shape. Yes, yes. And taking a decision. But now, after the shape has gone, because you have taken a decision already, you stick to it. You. you swear to your own head. You. The, the shape has gone. But the decision is there. <laughs> but when it's a feeling, feelings go. And feelings come. Are you with me? Another you know advice I gave the person? I said the best person to marry is somebody who you and the person you are under authority. They are both under authority. I mean, Pastor Ray here, he listens to me. Assuming he's a very nice, good husband and father. As if the husband, the wife comes to tell me something. Eh? And I say, hey, I'm sure he will flow. Oh? The same thing, the wife, one day I went to, he was giving testimony. I went to visit them and I shared something. I forgot what I shared. I don't want to talk about it. No, you want to share it here? Bring the microphone. Don't, you need permission from your wife? No, I don't need it. <laughs> share it. Face the congregation and share it. Uh, I think uh, during the course of the, some few months back, Bishop visited me at home. I wanted to see how my family is doing. But I have a particular issue that I have not shared with anybody. But during the course of the prayers, after he, when he wanted to leave, she prayed with us and he said something. He said, if there is a woman if there's a woman who is married and is not giving the wife or the husband sex regularly or when you call and you tell you giving an excuse you might have some spirit bad spirits. So it's not a spiritual person? It's not a spiritual person. Yes. And he prayed. Ever since the spirit has left from my house 
To your husband, then you are not spiritual. And maybe that was the last thing that I prayed. Came to give me testimony that since that day, there has been spirituality restored. Spirituality is coming to your house. I said, Spirituality is coming to your house in the name of Jesus. Amen. It means that. You see, if you are a wife, you behave that like, you don't do your quiet time. Yeah. Or when you do your quiet time, you don't apply it. Yeah. You are not spiritual. Hallelujah. So people are not saying amen, they are just smiling at me. Say amen. You are fasting. Hallelujah. You want to record which one? Record the testimony. <laughs> Go ahead and be spiritual in the house. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it says, they see, it cuts off. They say it's quick. The word of God is quick and powerful. Powerful, sharper. Hmm? Sharper. There's no sword that is sharper than the word of God. Satan fears it. I'm telling you. He fears it. When it comes over you, just the word, just the word. Who? Oh. He fears it, brother. Piercing even to the divine asunder of soul and spirit. And the joints and marrow. Just so you are walking there by your marrow and things have been uh, affected. <laughs> it's a discerner. Hallelujah. It enters your mind, your thoughts. And the Bible says, casting down imaginations. Imaginations form images. Okay? okay? They form images okay. in your mind. Imagination. You have imagination, so it forms images. That's why you have to cast down images. Yeah. Because it's there. It's an image. It's sitting there. It's not going anywhere. If you don't cast it out, apply the word to it. I say, you apply the word to it. The word that God has spoken. Because God said to Moses, go and tell Pharaoh. I said, you should let my people go. That I said, you should let my people go. <laughs> when did Moses ask, ask who, who, when I go, who, uh, who should I say is, uh, is, is talking? I say, I am. I am that I am. Go and tell that I am said, <laughs> let my people go. Not, it's not you yourself, oh. it's I am. That's why I said he sent forth his word and healed him. May you every morning, may God send his word every day to you. I say, may God send his word every day to you. 
I said, may God send his word every day to you. He sent for this word. As the word is coming to your house, it's bringing healing. I said, it's bringing healing. It's bringing deliverance. In the name of Jesus, he sent for his word and healed them for all their diseases. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and just pray for a minute. Lift your hands and pray for this minute. That you feel these effects in your life. These powerful effects. Go back and read each and every one of them and study them. And believe God for them to happen in your life. These powerful effects. Lift your voice and pray right now. Manda Kalama. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let us have this effect in our lives, of God. This effect of God in our lives. As we have our quiet time, as we wait on you on a daily basis, may we become spiritual. Deliver us, O God, from delusions, from deceptions. In the name of Jesus, let the weapon be put in our hands on daily basis. On daily basis, in the name of Jesus, cut away from us unwanted things. Unwanted things. In the name of Jesus, deliver. Thank
seeking for God when you begin to love, you begin to seek him every day like the song goes, you will find him amen and when you find him, you will love him Jesus said if you love me, you will obey my commandments and it's like when you find him and you love him you even, you know, it's like you have found a beloved you have found a beloved you don't want him to go out of your sight. You don't want to go out of his sight. You just want to be with him alone. It is very real. I said it is very real. You are going to find him. And you feel what his heart beats. You feel his heart beats. His heart beats is what you need every day. On a daily basis. Minute by minute. You need it. What he's saying every day. Not just what he said yesterday or last week, but what he's saying every day. Drink it from what? The cup in his hands. Jesus Christ said to the woman in John 4 that if you know the one who is asking you for water, you will ask him and he will give you water. Water that when you drink, you will never thirst again. Many of us are thirsty, many of us are famished. Many of us are lost, but there is a cup in his hands. I said, There is a cup in his hands. He said, When you drink that cup, you will never taste again. My brothers, my sisters, let us desire every morning. I said, Let us desire every morning. I said, Let us desire every morning to want to drink of the cup in his hands. Put your hand on your heart right now and just pray for yourself. Pray for desire. Pray for desire. Pray for desire. Pray for God to fill you with the Spirit. It's the Spirit of God that will draw you. I say, the Spirit of God that will draw you. You cannot come yourself. I say, you cannot come yourself. It's in the Spirit of God to draw you to the place. Draw me, Lord. Draw you to the place where you will drink. Where you will drink. You will drink from His hands. Drink from His hands. I say, you will drink from His hands.
to have that overwhelming effect of your Holy Spirit on our lives. That even as we drink from you, Lord, we will know beyond the shadow of doubt that this is living water. We will know beyond the shadow of doubt that this is living water. Mm, it will expose our thirsts. It will expose our thirsts. That every day we will desire we desire to come to come to the well to come to the well the well that flowed the well that never dries the well from which when we drink oh yes just lift your hands oh yes every undesirable thing is being removed from our lives right now in the name of Jesus Every undesirable thing is being removed from our lives right now in the name of Jesus. 
past things that are beginning or trying to rear their heads. Past things that try to rear their heads from time to time. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be free right now. Be free. Be free. In the name of Jesus. Be free. Be free. Be free. Any stronghold. Any imaginations. Things that rear their ugly heads. It could be something that you have been involved in the past. It could be something that you have thought about before. It could be something that you have imagined before. I pull down every stronghold. I break every imagination. In the name of Jesus. Any imaginations that were not placed there by God. In the name of Jesus. Release. Be released. Be released. Be released. In Jesus' name. Oh, yes. Yes. Bring that person to me. Yes. Everybody, just be praying. Just be praying. Just be praying. Be praying. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Captives are being set free. I said, Captives are being set free because a key has been released. A key has been released. A key has been released. Captives are being set free right now. We deliver it. We deliver it. We deliver it. Anything that is holding you to a wrong position, that is not leaving you to go forward in Christ, be delivered from it right now. Be delivered from it right now. Be delivered from it right now. Before I seek you, the more I find you, yes, it gets softer. Oh, yes, the more I find you, Randalama, so together, the more I. Yes, I break every hold of sin. I break every hold of sin. Every stronghold of Satan. Be gone. Be gone. In the name of Jesus. Be gone. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. I cancel every voice of Satan. Every voice of Satan in the name of Jesus. We set free right now. We set free right now. We set free right now. Father, set this one free. Be free in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Be free in the name of Jesus. Be free from today. From today, be free. Thank you, Lord. Yes, lift your hands and thank God. The more I love you, I wanna say that. I wanna say at your feet, bring from the dirt in your head. Make my creations you are. 
God's love is overwhelming. If only you allow that love. I don't know how many of you have been in love before. To when I felt another human being. It's a certain feeling. Certain feeling. God's own is overwhelming. Overwhelming. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. It's a great feeling. Not only a feeling, but also a knowing. So it's a knowing. That you know that you know. That you know. That you know beyond a shadow. That you know it. Oh yes. Be free from every thing that hinders you. From drawing close to God. We will serve God freely today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We will serve God freely today. In the name of Jesus. Be free to serve God. Be free. Be free to serve God. You serve him freely. In the name of Jesus. Freely. Yes, Lord. Freely. Freely. Satan doesn't like it. But you have heard the word today. If you live by it, you begin a certain new relationship with God. His love is going to overshadow you. It's so overwhelming. So overwhelming. I don't know. I don't have enough words. I don't have enough vocabulary to describe the way I'm, I, 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 I am seeing God going to deal with you. The way I'm seeing God going to take your life. Take your life as you you make the effort, make the effort every day, every day to hear from him. I'm telling you, to be so sweet, so sweet, you will never forget it. To be so sweet, to be so sweet. Father, we thank you. And we give you the glory. Holy Spirit, we appreciate your presence. We appreciate your presence. Appreciate your presence in our Thank you for being with us. Yes. Thank you for the touching people. Thank you for deliverance that you've got to people. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Just thank God. Just thank God. Just thank God. Just thank God. Any form of captivity, you are being set free right now. In the name of Jesus. Right now. Anyone under any form of captivity, in the name of Jesus. you are being set free right now. In the name of Jesus. Right now. Captivity of broken hearts are being set free right now. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank Be free. In the name of Jesus. Say, the sun shall set free. Yes, Lord. It's free indeed. It's free indeed. Free from today. Free from today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
with every eye closed you are here you are not born again there is somebody here you have been resisting God today is your last warning it's your last chance you may not hear this invitation again from today I break every hold of Satan in the name of Jesus. I break every captive spirit. Yes, Lord. And I set free. Yes, Jesus. Everyone held captive in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Today I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Wherever you are standing, just lift your right hand. Lift it very high. Hurry up and lift it. Yes. Lift it. Your right hand. Only your right hand. God bless you. Lift it very high. I want to see from where I am. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it very high. Ashes, pastors, help them. Lift it very high. God bless you. You have lifted your hand. I want you to come to me right now. Just come to me. Just come. Hurry up and come. Hurry up and come quickly. 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 Hurry up and come. I surrender. to die and go to hell I want you to come right now and join those here you don't want to die when you die you don't want to go to hell you want to go to heaven I want you to leave wherever you are and come right now come right now you have one minute you have one minute you have one minute Dora, 
lift your hands. Everybody lift your hands. You are just surrendering your life to God. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Do you understand? Pray this prayer after me. I'm leading you in prayer. Do you understand? What's your name? Pius. Your name is Pius. You are carrying a very big name. That's only four letters, but it's a very big name. Lift your hands and pray this prayer. Pius, this one is your special soul. Pray this prayer after me, okay? Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you, thank for, you for Jesus. Who died for me. Who died for me. Today. 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 Young man, lift your hands. Say, today. 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 I come to you. I come to you. And I ask you. And I ask you. To please forgive me. To please, please forgive, forgive me. Say, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please wash me. Please wash me in the blood of Christ. In the blood of Christ. Please forgive me. Please forgive me of all my sins. All my sins. All my wickedness. All my wickedness. Have mercy on me. Have mercy. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. So that one day, so that one day, I will be with you. I will be in heaven. Thank you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you. Thank you for saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember. God's word as a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.